This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right, we're talking golf on the show by golfers for golfers. It's Tea to Green, the golf show. Congratulations, you found it. Coming to you from the five-star Bradmore Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today. Thanks for being part of our weekend, and thanks for making us a part of your weekend on the big show today. Thank goodness for mulligans. Everyone deserves a mulligan every now and then. Our tee to green golf rules stay, say, a mulligan per side, two per round. And we're giving one out today to a future World Golf Hall of Famer. Jan Stevenson was scheduled to be with us last week. She was on the road, and she had trouble making our airtime. So Jan Stevenson gets a mulligan today here on Tee to Green. She will be with us to talk about her life, her career, and her upcoming induction into the World Golf Hall of Fame. Great honor for one of the most famous female golfers of all time, Jan Stevenson. But up first on the show today... One of the scariest things about playing golf, most people might say it's being at the mercy of Mother Nature, the weather, especially lightning, which can turn deadly in some cases. Ever heard of Thorgard? Well, it's a lightning detection system that's used by the United States Golf Association, ABC Television, the Olympics, the National Football League, and over 700 schools, universities, and cities around the country and around the world. And Bob Dugan, he's a meteorologist. He's also the CEO of Thorgard. He'll be with us today. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down, save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest running network radio golf show, Tita Green. Visit our website, tdgreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Scott Cuddy's in master control. I'm Jay Ritchie, teeing it up with Bob Dugan from Thorgard next, right here on Tita Green. We all have those home projects we'd like to get to before summertime, but there's always something that gets in the way. For a lot of people, 
they worry about overpaying for their home projects. And how can you be sure you're getting a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. HomeAdvisor's True Cost Guide shows what others paid for similar projects so you know you're getting a fair price. HomeAdvisor can even help you find the right pro for your job. Whether it's a leaky faucet or a major remodel, just tell them what you need and they'll match you with top-rated pros who can do the job and are available to do the work. You can read customer reviews, request quotes, book appointments, and it's free to use. HomeAdvisor makes it easy, so don't wait. Get those projects done before the busy season hits so you can relax this summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app today. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, trimming the Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talked about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. But you got to have the right tools for the jewels or you'll look like you use the machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. No, no, no. Not that perfect package. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Oh, yeah. Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller. Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit manscaped.com and use promo code USA. Again, use promo code USA at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork, or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day, with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. It's destination listening for dedicated golfers, and you found it once again. It's Tita Green. It's the Golf Show, where we talk golf every Sunday from the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. How you doing? Thanks for joining us today. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Evans is off today, so I'm going solo. Scott Cuddy is in master control, and later in the hour, the... World Golf Hall of Fame inductee, one of several for 2019. Jan Stevenson will be joining us on the big show today. We'll talk about her life, her career, and the upcoming induction ceremonies. That'll take place in June. Our first guest is standing by. We want to get right to uh, Bob Dugan. He is a meteorologist, and it's a first for us here at Tita Green. We've had a lot of guests 
on our show through the years, but we've never talked to an actual live meteorologist on the show. Bob is also the CEO of a company called Thorgard, Thorgard Lightning Prediction System, which is being used by over 700 schools, universities, and cities. And as I mentioned in the open, uh, the USGA, ABC, the National Football League, just some of the groups that use his service to help predict uh, help predict uh, weather patterns, lightning patterns, and keep golfers and others safe from Mother Nature. Bob, welcome to Tita Green. How are you? Doing great this morning. How are you, Jay? we got a beautiful day here in Colorado Springs. I don't think we're going to need Thorgard today, but there are plenty of times that we do need it. Uh, first off, the, the dangers of lightning. Are, are, are golfers... Are people in general aware of just how dangerous uh, storms and especially lightning can be? In general, I would say they are. However, because the odds of getting hit by lightning are so incredibly slim, most people think that they can beat the odds and it's not going to happen to them. When you're out on a golf course, is, is there anything... Are there any signs? I know you have Thorgard, but if you're just out there in the middle of, say, the fairway on the on the 13th hole, you're a mile away from the clubhouse, not any product, protection nearby. What what can you be looking for to to help uh, help ensure that maybe you can get out of that situation in good shape? Well, the first thing is is that if you see lightning at all, or you hear thunder. The best bet is, you know, be cautious. You can always play golf another day. You should go into the clubhouse immediately. And if you are out, particularly where you are in Colorado, because we have quite a few systems in Colorado and you're along the front range, if you're out and you feel your hair rise up on your arms or your head, that's an indication that you are in what we call a spring room which is the positive energy coming up from the earth trying to reach something in the lower clouds, you should immediately move fast. Ah, that's good to know. Any other signs to look for? There really isn't. You know, just because clouds are really dark and ominous looking, it does not mean that they're going to produce lightning. They may just produce rain. So clouds aren't really an indicator of, of lightning. And I need to make a correction for you. I'm not a meteorologist even though I make believe I am at times. <laughs> but you stayed at a Holiday Inn last night, right? <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I didn't, but <laughs> and I won't be staying at one tonight for the USJ event I'm going up to, but uh, Holiday Inns are great. What about, now, the, I guess the scariest thing is the bolts out of the blue, when the weather looks nice and there's, you know, there's blue skies and sunshine, and then, bang, a lightning bolt out of the blue. Is that the biggest problem as far as detection? Well, no, it's not, but it's one of two. Um, I don't know if you recall the international tour event that was held up at Castle Pines for so many years. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. During the events, that, when we were doing those events at the time, um, we would shut down the tournament with no clouds at all, any indication of weather, period. And we pull people in, and 15, 20 minutes later, lightning's hitting the golf course. I mean, that most people would consider that a bolt out of the blue, but actually it isn't. It's a first strike from a storm that's developing overhead. Uh, so you can have lightning typically come from any 8 to 15 miles from a storm, and that would be what would be 
traditional positive to negative type of a charge. Bolt out of the blue is very unique. It's coming from the top of a storm 25, 30, 40, 50 miles away. And that storm top is probably 50, 60, 70,000 feet. And it's an overriding amount of energy that, for whatever reason, finds an area in the ground that far away. And it's actually more or less a positive to positive strike. And they, of course, are the largest ones because they have to travel so far and come down through pretty dry air. So when you see a strike of 200 to 300,000 amps, they're typically BOBs, and they're extraordinarily dangerous. So you said the largest one. So not every lightning bolt or lightning strike is different size-wise? No. You can have lightning strikes that are as low as five and 6,000 bolts or amps, if you want to put it into an amperage term. Um, average strikes are between 10 and 15,000. So when you, and which of course is more than enough to kill you, you know, you can put a fork into your wall outlet, which is only 30 amps, and that can wipe you out pretty quick. So when you're talking about 200,000, you're talking about an enormous amount of energy. Bob Dugan is with us. He is not a meteorologist, but he is the CEO of a company called Thorgard, Thorgard Lightning Prediction System. Bob, there are a lot of different systems out there, and there have been for a long time used to detect uh, lightning and lightning strikes and, and predict lightning and lightning strikes. What is What makes Thorgard different? Well, a great example of what makes us different than everybody else, because no one else really predicts lightning anywhere near the way we do it. And we've been doing it since 1973, so we're also the oldest warning system on the market today. But um, last year, was it last year? Uh, or did you have the senior we did. USGA event? Yeah, in you June, did. last June, almost and a year you, ago. And if you, were, if you were watching Saturday afternoon, you saw, I think it was between 3 and 4 o'clock your time, the televised portion of the event stopped. Mm-hmm. But the tournament kept going on. So what happened there is the, I'd rather not say who it is, everybody knows who, the, who was televising it, but that network was using a network warning system, meaning um, the lightning detection data given was being generated by a network and they claim to have seen on that network three or four strikes within five miles. They shut down, but typical with networks and detection systems, they do create a lot of false alerts, even though they say they don't. In that case, they did create false alerts because the Thorgard systems on site, and we had two of them, um, clearly showed there was no energy. We didn't even see those strikes on our on our system. So the play continued, but the televised portion of it stopped, and then an hour later, eventually they got the, the message and they resumed televising again. So um, the situation is that lightning, what you see, and then what you hear from the thunder, that's, a, that's a, an event that's already happened. And that event actually affects the electromagnetic field of the Earth, which radio waves are carried along, amongst other things. But they don't, lightning doesn't create lightning. It's the electrostatic nature, the energy, the ionization of the atmosphere that creates lightning. 
and we measure those from a very low level to the peak of the storm. And then after the storm passes, you still have that same situation where, you know, if you wait 30 minutes after the last strike hits eight or 10 miles away, that doesn't tell you anything. All that means is the last strike hit eight or 10 miles away. As that storm goes through, it may leave energy behind in the ground, like a telephone pole, a tree, that energy is pretty big, and it's sitting on that structure trying to connect to the storm that's passed. All right. The system is called ThorGuard. The CEO of ThorGuard is Bob Dugan. Bob, if people want to find out more about ThorGuard or maybe want to try out your product, how can they do that? Uh, just go to ThorGuard.com. Um, then they can send an email to sales at ThorGuard.com, and we will direct that person to a rep in the area. We have reps throughout the country, actually throughout the world. All right, ThorGuard.com. That's Bob Dugan. Bob, we'll get you back sometime uh, to continue a fascinating topic and one that might save lives. Bob Dugan, ThorGuard. Jan Stevenson standing by. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. It is your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's Tee to Green, now on Sirius XM Channel 211 and the Sirius app. I'm Jay Ritchie. We're at the Broadmoor Live with another edition of The Big Show. And our next guest is standing by. If you followed golf since the 1970s, you know our next guest, Jan Stevenson, uh, will be inducted in a ceremony uh, co- coinciding with the U.S. Open Golf Championship in California at Pebble Beach in mid-June. She, over the uh, length of her career that began back in the early 1970s, when she was a Rookie of the Year on the LPGA Tour, went on to win four, over 40 professional wins worldwide, 16 LPGA Tour events, three major championships. In 2000, she helped to find the Women's Senior Golf Tour, which is now known as the Legends Tour. And since stepping away from the week-to-week, day-to-day grind of the LPGA Tour, she hasn't slowed down any. A couple of years ago, she bought a golf course in Palm Harbor, Florida, Jan Stevenson's Tarpon Woods. She owns and operates it. Uh, She's also offered special programs and instruction for disabled military veterans and first responders, as well as blind golfers. She owns a wine brand and a rum distillery. And in 2011, she was a contestant in Australia's Dancing with the Stars TV show. And today, Jan Stevenson with us on Tee to Green on the guest line. Hi, Jan. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you kind of said it all. <laughs> uh, you know, have you ever gotten a mulligan on the golf course? Because we're giving you one today on Tee to Green. Oh, I know. And you know what? I usually am really good about paying attention to, you know, what where I am. But actually, this was one time when I was in the Midwest, and so I assumed everybody knew that. And so I, I'm so sorry because I don't usually mess up. That's all right. You you were on the road, so you're excused. I know what, what life <laughs> on the road can be like so you you're going into the world golf hall of fame congratulations you finally made it well deserved long overdue exactly that's well i'm I'm just so happy it finally i thought i was going to get there i figured i'd get there when everybody if i died or something then everybody would go oh my god we we didn't we you know we kept (laughs) overlooking her on purpose but um i'm i'm so happy that it's actually happening i mean i think that changing the rules really helped because they weren't recognizing my international wins because i had you know, a long time ago, I registered as an American on the LPGA Tour as an American player. And so when you do that, they don't recognize your international wins. But nowadays, they do. So I was kind of like ahead of my time because I was playing on the European Tour and the Japanese Tour. But because I was I was registered as an LPGA player, they weren't recognizing the wins. And so they went, wait a minute, did she look at all the international wins she's got? So I'm just glad they changed it and looked at that. Well, three majors and 16 LPGA Tour wins should have helped as well, don't you think? Well, that should have been enough. It's certainly, you know, I mean, if you look at the equal to that on the PGA Tour, the people that have done that over the years were in 10, 15 years ago. So, yeah, if it was the same credentials, I would have been in a long time ago. But 
it's and it was uh, it, it was actually very upsetting for me because I felt like it was the only thing that I wanted that was missing in my career, and I kept trying to say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. I know that I helped the tour, and that I was busy with that, and I would have won more tournaments." But I am just so happy that it happened. I did see a quote from you, something to the effect that uh, at least maybe now you can savor it more than had this happened ten, fifteen years ago. You know, that's one thing is that's true. I mean, as you get older, you, you, you start to appreciate a lot more. It's like on, you know, we play on our Legends tour. There's players that we never spoke to each other, but now we're actually nice to each other because everything changes as you get older and you realize, you know, how important those friendships are in the end. And, and I, I really do think that it, it means more to me now. It's special because I was passed over so many times that, when it actually happened, I was uh, I, I was shocked, and it's really, really. I, and you know, people say all the time, and this is one of the things that that I, you regret. You don't listen to your elders. You know, I don't know how many times people say you need to savor this, you need to enjoy this, you need to stop worrying about next week, and and then you know, you actually just want something, you know, and and you go, yeah, 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 and then you you don't pay attention, but. So people always ask me, what would you do differently? And it's like, listen to my elders. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good advice for all of us. <laughs> speaking I is know. Now, yeah, <laughs> speaking is now an elder rather than a youngster. I, I, yeah. can, I, can, I can agree with you on that one. Jan Stevenson, our guest, going into the World Golf Hall of Fame ceremonies at Pebble Beach in mid-June. You have managed to carve out quite a, a second or maybe even a third or fourth career for yourself since stepping away from regular golf what what has driven you in the in the direction you've gone to well it's no question that you know when you play golf you do have you, you, you do get this work ethic that's that it's hard to stop and and i you know i i just don't know what i would do is that when i first left the tour i used to wake up on a saturday morning and and go what day is it and go it's saturday and i used to be so depressed thinking oh i must have missed the cut and just be horrified that I've got, oh, no. And then I go, oh, wait a minute, I didn't even play. You know, it was just <laughs> instinct. And so I'm like, well, I've got to find something to do. And, you know, even though we started the Legends Tour, it really never took off as well as, as it should have. And I think that was because of the timing of it. It was right when the LPJ was struggling. And, you know, when we met with the commissioner at the time, it was Ty Votai. He said, you know, I can't afford to be helping you girls when I'm trying to get a real t- the LPGA going and I don't have, I can't be helping and supporting Use. So we kind of went out on our own. Nowadays, it's starting to kick off, but unfortunately, the big names that we were trying to support, you know, the Lopez and Beth Daniel and Pat Bradley, we're we're beyond being able to compete now. So it's 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 you know that part of it's a shame. But it's like I wanted to do something, and and I love um, I love the business I'm in. It's it's very the the wine and the distillery is really taken off, and I, I'm excited about that. But it's you know, and now with the golf course. It, it, I have a new appreciation of superintendents and, and all of those things because I keep, you know, actually they asked me to come speak at the superintendent's convention, and I was like, I am so sorry that I ever criticized any of you when I was <laughs> playing on tour because I realized how difficult it is when, you know, we had a nematode problem this summer, and oh, my God, what a disaster. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe how many times we would complain when we got to a course if it wasn't perfect. So you're pretty hands-on then with the owning and the operating of the golf course. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I I work with my superintendents as soon as when I get home, and every day I'm on the phone. At, you know what we're trying to what we're going to do for the winter, and and uh, you know we just we just did the big coring of all the greens, and I'm I like to be right there and check out, and 
and I'm always having everything tested. And they said, well, nobody ever tests as much as you. And I said, I want to make sure that, you know, it's not the water or not the grass or not the soil. So, yeah, I, I love that part of it, actually. And how did you how did you end up going into wine and rum? <laughs> Well, the wine was actually kind of a joke because everybody, we used to have uh, on the tour, and especially as we got uh, on the Legends tour, we had what was called a cellar club. So each time we were going to go to a tournament, we'd call ahead and say, we don't want a chain restaurant. We want a special restaurant, and we're all going to bring our you know, our own favorite wines, and we'll talk about it. So people would, and they go, oh, Jan's only going to bring some kind of silly box wine because Australians always have box wine. Yeah. And and, uh, and you know, I so I actually went to Australia one time, and one of my close friends, who is a winemaker, and who now lives here with me doing my wine, and he doesn't with me, but he lives in America. And we, I went and had went to sommelier school. So the next year, I popped back up onto the cellars club, and I went from one extreme to the other. And they're like, "Oh my God, she knows everything about it now." And so I, I had an opportunity with my winemaker to he. He was working for a winery in California to buy a vineyard so he could run both of them. And I just got so hooked on it. I, you know, I'm there for pruning. I'm there for harvest. I'm, I, and I've mixed most of my new blends. And so it's, I've really, it's really been fun. How much fun was the uh, Australian Dancing with the Stars thing? Or was, was it more <laughs> of a pain in the butt? Well, it was hard for me because I still was traveling a little bit back and forth because I still actually had some sponsors that I that uh, you know I had to get permission to be gone that long because I do a lot of work with with them uh, for promotion and they said yeah yeah go for it it's okay so I kind of a couple of times I went back and forth which made it very difficult for me to learn and I didn't like that it was so fixed you know I mean they already know who's pretty much going to be in the finals and. It used to, it horrified me. It's like, why are we working so hard if they already know that? So, of course, I was a very bad loser. I started crying when they <laughs> kicked me off, and 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 I was terrified. The producers shouting in the ear, she's ruining it. Stop! You know, and it was like I couldn't stop crying. I was so upset that I got kicked off. How far did you go? How far did you get? Oh, I only did like four weeks, um, four or five weeks, but it was. And I had such a wonderful dancer, and I was like, wait till next week, I've got this really good dance. Because, you know, you have to kind of learn the next dance while you're learning the one you're doing. You kind of always have to be one ahead. And it's like, oh, no, the next, my foxtrot's going to be so good. And it was like, <laughs> and the, the thing is that in Australia, you, you pay to vote. And so all of my friends, I was like, well, don't worry about voting this week, because I'm, I actually was, was competing. And when you compete, you get paid that goes to your designated charity and I designated Olivia Newton-Johns in Australia because she's a good friend of mine and mm. and I thought oh well, that so I asked her to, to appear that this one week I got kicked off because I was like well she's coming and she was going to be an honorary judge and she was there so I said well they won't kick me off because I'm bringing a superstar from America <laughs> so I said no don't vote this week we'll, we'll get through one just you know the politics of it and halfway through I, when they were when they get, they were, you know, they kick off one person and another. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna go. And it's like, oh, I really screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, were you a dancer before you got into that? Oh no, I'd never danced before. And in fact, I used to always say, no, I don't dance. You know, yeah. when people would ask me to dance, my mother was a professional dancer, so she oh, was, okay. and she was alive at the time. That's one of the reasons I did it was. It was something as a gift for her because she'd always said, I wish you'd have, you know, still kept, learned to dance. And so, because I had to stop dancing when I was like 11. Hey, Jan, we, uh, we're coming up on a break, but we'll finish, uh, pick up on the other side. Jan Stevenson with us today on Tea to Green. Be right back.
Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 4422 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 4422, code 4422. Enjoy. At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy, but at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com slash radio. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about Elite Rehab Placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Hey, hey, it's Flo. And you know what word I've never understood? Top hat. Aren't all hats on top? They're like the toppest part of every outfit. Unless I've been doing it wrong. That's why I stick with simple words like flotection. It means the sense of security you'll feel when your new home is protected by home insurance through me and Progressive. Also, there shouldn't be a top hat unless there's a bottom hat. Wait, is that what underwear is? Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Golfers listen because we speak their language every week right here on Tita Green, the golf show. Great to have you with us. We're at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. I'm Jay Ritchie and our guest, Jan Stevenson. 2018, she was honored with the Order of Australia Medal for her contributions to the game of golf. And this June, just a couple of months from now, She'll be going into the World Golf Hall of Fame in ceremonies at Pebble Beach during the U.S. Open Championship, along with Peggy Kirk-Bell, Retief Goosen, Billy Payne, and Dennis Walters, and we have her today on Tee to Green. Jan, you, you, know, you mentioned your friendship with Olivia Newton-John before we went to the break, and it just jogged my memory. I had a chance to interview her on the telephone once on, on the radio at an early 
early in my career at a radio station I worked at. How's she doing these days? She's actually doing well. I mean, if you listen to, you know, a lot of the reports that she's not. But, I mean, she's got such a great attitude, and uh, she's so positive, and, she, and she's doing um, both. She does the conventional as well as alternative, which is what her, her charity does in Australia. So um, hopefully she's, you know, she's going to be okay. You, let's um, uh, just go back and talk about your career a little bit. You started back in 1974, and you came out with the bang. You were the rookie of the year that year. Uh, along the way, you collected 16 wins on the LPGA Tour and three major championships in 81 to DeMarier in 82, the LPGA Championship, and in 83, the U.S. Women's Open. Any of those that, that, that you look back on now and feel best about or stand out most to you? Well, I think that the, all three of them, you know, are really important because majors are something that you really recognize. I mean, each one of them was special. The 81, you know, with the DeMarie, which was the Canadian Open, was very important because, or the Peter Jackson, because it was my first major and, and I had, you know, I, 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 was, I had to make a putt to win, which was, you know, unusual because usually I, I was a front runner. But I remember the week before we were playing Rochester, New York, and, and I'd missed a couple of putts coming down the stretch. And Pat Bradley and Nancy Lopez were, you know, I think Pat won that one and Nancy finished second, so I finished third. So when I was won, winning the Peter Jackson, I, went wire to, I, was, I was winning wire to wire. And then, of course, Nancy birdied 17 with about a 45-footer. I was watching ahead because I was in the last group. And then Pat Bradley birdied 18, so both of them then uh, were tied. And if I didn't make a birdie on the last hole, I was going to have to go into a playoff with them. And I wasn't looking forward to that because my playoff record was terrible. I think it was one for six. So I didn't want to go into a playoff with them. And so I had to make about a 12-foot putt downhill left to right, and I was in the last group. And in those days, we played with metal spikes. And I remember my father was caddying for me, so it was extra special. And I remember we both sat, you know, knelt down to look at the putt, and all I could see was spike marks. They looked like mountains. And I remember thinking to myself, there is no way this puck can go in. There's so many spike marks. And the sun was setting because I was in the last group and I was on TV. And I remember thinking, how in the world is this puck going to go in? So when it went in, it was really, really special. And then, of course, I got this. You know, and I remember I was so nervous. So I was shaking so bad I was scared to, to actually ground the club in case I hit the ball. And when I made it, everybody said, oh, she's just so good, putter. She's just so cool, calm, and collected. And they have no idea what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and made it, though, like a true champion. You mentioned a couple of, you know, Nancy Lopez, Pat Bradley. Was was there a pretty good rivalry going amongst not, not just yourself and those two, but all the top golfers at that time, female golfers? You know, that's a great question because I would, I would think of all of the people, you know, when I, when I think of all the people that I've gotten to play with, like when I first came over as a rookie, you know, um, some of the top, Louise Suggs and Patty Bird were still playing and Mickey Wright. So I got to play with them for at least a couple of years. So it was really exciting. But you think of the era that really I played my best golf or we played. And you've, you've, just like you said, you've got Nancy Lopez and, and Pat Bradley and Patty Sheehan and Amy Alcott. And, and then you've got, you know, Betsy King and Beth. And there were so many fantastic players that it was hard to win because they were all so good. You know, nowadays, there might be 130 players, but we only we had about 15 that were really good. So it was hard to break through and win because they were so good. 
Yeah, all great. And every one of those golfers you mentioned, we've had on our radio show, and they've been all fantastic to talk to wow. and to talk about their careers through the years as well. So did you have a, a best friend or a couple of best friends among, among that group? Well, I, I, I don't think any of us had any friends. <laughs> we were all very competitive. That's what was so funny is I remember the first time we played, I got paired with Pat Bradley in our Legends event. It was one of our first seniors events. And and it was a pretty big event, and and Pat was like going up to the to the volunteers and talking, and I'm like, Pat, we're like two holes behind. What are you doing? And she said, you know, I feel so bad because not only did I not speak to you, I never said thank you to any of the volunteers. So I'm I'm trying to make up for it. And I said, well, you can't make up for it in one tournament because we're going to get penalized. But it was it's the, that's the attitude. But everybody is so happy to be competing that now, even though we still want to beat each other's brains out when we get on the course it's just a different atmosphere and you know like you talk about with savoring you really look back now and enjoy the whole thing i mean amy alcott same thing i mean you know she was so lovely when i got in when i was voted into the hall of fame and she said you know this was so overdue you were such a great player and a hard worker and did so much for the tour and it's like she would never have said that 30 20 years ago Jan Stevenson on the TD Green guest line. She is still competing on the Women's Senior Golf Tour, which she helped to found, a co-found back in 2000. Uh, back in the 1980s, Jan, let's talk about ladies golf and sex appeal, which uh, you couldn't really talk about, Jan Stevenson, talk about one or the other without talking about the name Jan Stevenson. How did all that happen, other than the fact that you are and were a very attractive woman? Well, thank you. Well, first of all, when I first came over, the, we had a new commissioner in 1975, and he had come from the NHL, and he goes, wait, we need to change this whole image of the tour because it's, you know, their players are great, they're fun, and, and, you know, and there's some cute girls out there. So he kind of, because I was from another country, thought, oh, this will just start with, with me, and I had just started playing well and, and won in 76. So he's, this is going to be the new image. So they can't say she can't play. And so he asked me if I would uh, do a lot of, pictures and would have a new program that would go out to each in that would be inserted in our in our programs at the tournament so and so we did a bunch of photos of course that caused a you know a, a big uproar and then i was the first person to play metal woods and then with TaylorMade, they signed a contract with me in 1980 that said that if i win a major then my contract would be doubled and so they didn't, and the, they uh, they didn't take the insurance policy, and so of course I won three majors. So now my 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 endorsement was so high that Taylor May came to me and said, "Would you mind if we do a poster um, and see if we can get some of our money back?" I was like, "No, I don't care. You've got four days to do whatever you want for promotion." So we did the calendar with the skirt blown up, and which became the second, no, excuse me, a poster that became the second largest selling poster next to Farrah Fawcett's. And so I think they got their money back on that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So uh, did you, so off away from the course, off the course, did you have a lot of endorsement deals in the, uh, back then? Oh, yes. It was, and I got invited to obviously play, do a lot of corporate outings and, you know, a lot of the, the member member tournaments, and they paid quite a bit of money. So I spent most of my Mondays, if I wasn't helping the tour, in the 70s I spent most of my Mondays signing new potential sponsors for the, with the LPGA. So I would fly out on a Sunday and I'd meet with potential sponsors in New York and we'd play golf and they would sign big contracts. But in the 80s, by then, we had the contract signed. So I did a lot of traveling on Sunday nights to, to do Monday golf outings for companies. So it was a very busy schedule. 
Yeah, obviously the the sex appeal part of Jan Stevenson's golf career was a big part of it back in the 1980s. If you were playing today, would that be would that still be a component? Do you think? Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, nowadays that when the girls, you know, they ask for money to do certain things, but I think it would be a totally different situation with between. I'd probably be even a bigger star because of. Twitter and the social media. I'm sure I would have some kind of podcast and be doing a lot more. But it and it is fun. I mean, there's no question that that the girls like Alexi and you know some of these young players have really got a you know a fun life because I know I've been through it. So I I definitely think it would be a big deal, but not as controversial. It would just be a nice. It'd be a you know a nice lucrative deal. <laughs> How was the money back then in, in ladies golf? The money was small. I know when I won my the Open, I think I won fifty around fifty thousand, and now they win six or seven hundred thousand for the U.S. Open. So um, a lot, a huge difference in prize money, and they're still nowhere near the men's except for the majors. So that part of it is was different. But that's why I didn't. You know, if you do a corporate outing, you'd get paid equal to a second prize. Because people kept saying, why didn't you just stay playing golf? Because you could have been even one more tournament. But what they didn't realize is that you're offered second place money for one day. It's hard to turn that down. When you finally retired, quote unquote, <laughs> from the LPGA Tour, was that a, t- a tough call, tough decision for you? Or well, you were know, you ready never, at that point? It was, it was a, that's a good one, too, because I never officially retired because they actually kept saying, do you want to have a farewell tour where you say goodbye to all of your sponsors, and like Nancy did. But we all teased that Nancy had two or three farewell tours because she, didn't want to, she wanted to come back because she missed it so much. And I was afraid that I would do the same thing. So uh, I said, no, no, I don't want one. And then I never really had one because I, I didn't want to quit. And so I didn't want to say I was quitting and you know and I thought our senior tour would take off so I kind of wanted to be able to do both and then I got into business and charity work so I never did so I actually regret that I didn't agree and have a, a goodbye tour since 2000 on the women's senior golf tour which is now known as the legends tour you've won six tournaments 23 top 10 finishes so are you satisfied with your your career on the legends tour or, or maybe could it have been better well, at the Legends Tour was fine, and by the, I feel like by the time we really got some tournaments, I, I was almost, again, I was, it was too late for me because it's hard to compete. Our Legends Tour started at 45 because we wanted to get Nancy in, and so uh, those girls coming from the Tour at 45 can still really play. In fact, they can still play at 50 and 55, and, and I just think that I kind of missed the window, and I still love to compete. I mean, I missed that part desperately and and I probably that's why I work so hard at my alcohol business because it is so competitive in such a man's world it's like I'm determined to make it <laughs> so I guess that's where I've moved my com- my competitive my competitive nature and and uh, so that part of it I, I you always miss competing every athlete I've ever talked to says that's the part they really miss and they don't really want to walk away there's a now a women's U.S. senior open are you playing in that this year I am planning on playing in that, which means that I've only got two weeks to get my game in shape. I'm actually, after this, I'm ready to go practice, and everybody's in shock because I said I'm shutting down working with everybody for two weeks, which, of course, it won't happen, but that's what I told everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're on to the uh, Pacific Northwest for a Legends Tour event in Kingston, Washington, a week before the Hall of Fame induction. 
I know. That's going to be so exciting. I don't know if I'll, how I'll play. I'm going to be so excited. But it was really nice at the sponsors because they actually finished the tournament on a Saturday so that we could get there on Sunday because the past, all of the Hall of Famers have a, a private dinner where they give a dinner to the new inductees. And so that's apparently very special. So there's quite a few of the Hall of Famers that are playing in Washington. So the sponsor said, let's finish on a Saturday so everybody can still play in our event and make it, which was really nice. The late Peggy Kirkbell, two-time U.S. Open champion, Retief Goosen, Billy Payne of Masters fame, and Dennis Walters and Jan Stevenson going into the World Golf Hall of Fame, the class of 2019. The induction ceremony scheduled for... Uh, Pebble Beach in mid-June during the U.S. Open. Jan, congratulations again. We're going to go out of this segment with a little Olivia Newton-John for you. But thanks for joining us today here on TV Thank you very much. Come back and visit with us again sometime soon. Thank you. Jan Stevenson going into the World Golf Hall of Fame this June. We're going to take a break and we'll come back. We're going on tour. This is Tita Green. Be right back. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. 
Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. It's the fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. That's what we like to call it here on T to Green. I'm Jay Ritchie taking you on tour. Three events uh, in pro golf this week, and two of them are team events. One of them, the Tour Champions event in Ridgedale, Missouri, at Top of the Rock Golf Course, the Bass Pro Legends, Bass Pro Shop, Legends of Golf. The team of Tom Pernice and Scott Hoke leads the way heading into the final round today. They're at 15 under par, tied for second. couple of teams, Jeff Maggard and Jesper Pernovic. And Paul Guedos and Kevin Sutherland are both minus 12. Three shots back, five shots off the lead. The team of Michael Allen and Big John Daly are at minus 10. Ladies Tour this week, Wilshire Country Club, Los Angeles, California, and the L.A. Open the Hugel Air Premier LA Open and Minji Lee at minus 11 takes a one-shot lead into the final round today. At minus 10, Nana Madsen, a 24-year-old player out of Denmark in second place. NB Park at minus seven, four shots back. And Morgan Pressel, where has she been? She kind of fell off the face of the earth, but she's at minus six, five shots back, heading into the final round in Los Angeles today. The Zurich Classic of New Orleans, TPC, Louisiana. The team of John Rahm and Ryan Palmer tied with the team of Scott Stallings and Trey Mullinax at 23 under par. Brandon Grace, John Harding, 22 under par, a shot back. Rory Sabatini and Brian Gay, 20 under par, three shots back in New Orleans today. Our thanks to Bob Dugan from Thorgard for joining us. That's T-H-O-R Guard, Thorgard, the lightning detection system, Thorgard.com for more information. And thanks to Jan Stevenson and congratulations to her for going into the World Golf Hall of Fame. Thanks to Jan for joining us today on Tee to Green. That'll do it. Appreciate you being there as well. For Scott Cuddy, I'm Jay Ritchie. Till next time, Hit them long, hit them straight.